Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, June 19th, and it's the day Maoists abducted and killed Samajwadi Party leader Santosh Poonam in the Bujapur district of Chhattisgarh, which is a hotspot of the Naxalite insurgency. Poonam, a resident of Marimala, also worked as a contractor. According to the local police, he was abducted from his construction site in Marimala village yesterday around late evening. This morning, a few locals spotted his body lying in a pool of blood in the nearby hills and informed the police. A team of security personnel rushed to the spot, located deep inside a forest which is 16 kilometers away from the local police station. Poonam had contested the recently concluded assembly elections in Chhattisgarh on Samajwadi Party's ticket from Bijapur. He was also state vice president of the party in the district. On April 9th, just two days before the first phase of Lok Sabha elections in Chhattisgarh, suspected Maoists had attacked and killed Bharatiya Janata Party MLA Bhima Mandavi and four security personnel in Chhattisgarh's Dantewada district. The Ghatkopar police in Mumbai arrested two persons today while they were attempting to sell extremely rare ambergris or whale's pew worth 1.7 crore rupees in the black market. Ambergris is a wax that is produced in the digestive system of sperm whales. Perfume makers have used the substance in their formulae for centuries. Sperm whales are an endangered species and protected under the Wildlife Act, and it is under the provisions of this act that the accused have been arrested. One police officer said, quote, Finding ambergris is extremely difficult and is usually exported to the Gulf, where it fetches very high prices. Fishermen, who believe it as a fortune, may have killed the whale and we are probing further into this. There is also superstition attached to it. Burning it for good scent will make one rich is an ocean. Unquote. In October last year, the Thani crime branch had arrested three people in possession of two crore rupees worth of ambergris. The accused had claimed to have found the substance floating in Ratnagiri Sea in southwestern part of Maharashtra. The toll of deaths due to acute encephalitis syndrome, or AES, has mounted to 112 in the Muzaffarpur district in Bihar and the adjoining districts in the state. According to media reports, 418 people are admitted at present with complaints of AES. According to India Today, data analysis of reports of the WHO, World Bank and UNICEF and its comparison with statistics for Muzaffarpur district shows that when it comes to nutrition of child and mother, most African countries perform better than Muzaffarpur. The Health Department of Bihar is yet to pinpoint the exact cause of these deaths. The disease has affected children falling under the age group of 1 to 10. Officials of the Union Health Department had visited the district over the weekend and clarified that AES was an umbrella of symptoms, unlike a viral infection like Japanese encephalitis. The symptoms of AES include high fever, convulsions and extremely low blood sugar level. In the latest episode of our podcast, Reporters Without Orders, we had Abhinav from News Central 24-7 as our guest. Abhinav, who had just returned from Bihar, talked about this disease and the medical and governance deficit which led to its eruption. What he had to say was full of insights, so do check out the latest episode which will be out tonight. Remember, a lot of effort goes into producing podcasts like Reporters Without Orders, so to show your support to our hardworking team, go to the upper right-hand corner of our website, www.newslaundry.com and click on subscribe. Pay to keep news free and support independent media. Pakistan and the World Bank signed a $918 million agreement to support the economy, 
reform the tax system and broaden the revenue base in the Islamic Republic. According to Pakistan's finance ministry, under one of the three separate programs, the World Bank will lend Pakistan $400 million to contribute to a sustainable increase in domestic revenue by broadening the tax base and facilitating compliance. Another $400 million will go to higher education to support research in the strategic sectors of the economy. The remaining $118 million would be spent on revenue mobilization and resource management in the northwestern province of Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. PM Imran Khan's government is seeking to stabilize a rickety economy with the IMF loan which, even though agreed in principle, is contingent on Pakistan pushing ahead with reforms and measures to curb ballooning current and fiscal deficits. In June 2019, the government slashed its growth forecast to 3.3% from the 6.2% predicted in the time of the last budget. Three Chinese lenders, including China Development Bank, Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, and Exim Bank of China, have demanded at least $2.1 billion from Indian tycoon Anil Ambani's Reliance Communications Limited. Yes, the same Reliance Communications that slid into bankruptcy earlier this year. According to the print, state-owned China Development Bank, with loans of 98.6 billion rupees, was the biggest creditor to the telecom company. Exim Bank of China sought payment of 33.6 billion rupees, while the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China claimed 15.54 billion rupees. Other foreign institutions in the financial creditors chart include investment bank VTB Capital of Russia, Standard Chartered Bank of London, Deutsche Bank Hong Kong, and DBS Bank and Emirates MDB Bank. India's bankruptcy court is hearing both lenders and the telecom firm as it attempts to find buyers for the company's assets and pay back the debt. Congress leader and former minister Roshan Beg was suspended by the Karnataka Pradesh Congress Committee on Tuesday. He was suspended for indulging in quote-unquote anti-party activities. Beg had criticized All India Congress Committee leader and Karnataka in charge K.C. Venugopalan, Karnataka Pradesh Congress Committee President Dinesh Gundur Rao and former Chief Minister Siddharamaya for poor election results in the Lok Sabha elections. He had termed Siddharamaya as arrogant and Dinesh as immature in an outburst against the party's functioning. Today, Beg criticized state Congress leaders with his remarks to the media. He said, quote, why have our state leaders not taken moral responsibility for the Lok Sabha polls? Have they called any of us to discuss what went wrong? Why was no action taken? Unquote. Roshan is a seven-time MLA in the Congress who had also expressed his unhappiness at being left out of the coalition cabinet under Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.